Good morning. It's Wednesday, February 14th. I'm Beth Golay, and this is Wichita's Early Edition from KMUW News. Love is in the air this Valentine's Day. The question is, will questions be popped? My advice would be, if you're engaged, please like enjoy the engagement part because it has been a lot of fun. It's, it's really fun to be a fiance, a fiance. Uh. <laughs> advice on engagement rings and more after the news. An arrest has been made in the theft of the Jackie Robinson statue that was stolen from League 42's baseball facility. KMUW's Kylie Cameron reports. Wichita police arrested a 45-year-old man for stealing the statue from McAdams Park last month, which he intended to sell for scrap metal. Surveillance video from the scene show at least three people were involved in its theft. Wichita Police Chief Joe Sullivan says additional arrests are expected in the case. If you try to take something for this community, uh, it won't tolerate it. League 42 is named for the number Robinson wore when he broke Major League Baseball's color barrier in 1947. The Youth Baseball League is expected to replace the statue in the coming months. It will add additional security features to prevent possible future thefts. For KMEW News, I'm Kylie Cameron. The Wichita School District has proposed closing six schools. As KMUW Suzanne Perez reports, the move comes amid declining enrollment and the end of federal COVID relief. The Wichita School District has space for about 63,000 students, but it's currently serving only 47,000. So the district has proposed closing two middle schools, Hadley and Jardine. It also wants to close four elementary schools, Clark, Cleveland, Park, and Payne. Wichita School Board President Stan Reeser says the district used one-time pandemic relief funds to balance the budget, but now that money is gone. We knew this future was coming, um, and we made a choice to delay that decision, uh, but now is the future. Several districts across Kansas are facing similar decisions about school closures. For KMUW News, I'm Suzanne Perez. Tuesday is the last day to register to vote for the presidential preference primary in Kansas. That's also the deadline for people who want to change their political party affiliation or submit an application for an advanced ballot. The primary is Tuesday, March 19th. Only registered Republicans and Democrats can participate, and they must vote for a candidate in their party. Donald Trump is among four Republicans on the ballot, and Joe Biden is one of four Democrats running. People can register to vote at the Sedgwick County Election Office or online at voteks.gov. Kansas lawmakers are considering expanding access to treatment for sexually transmitted infections. Doctors say it would help combat STI rates that have nearly doubled in the last decade. KMUW's Rose Conlon reports. The legislation would allow the sexual partner of someone diagnosed with an STI to get prescription treatment without visiting a doctor. 46 states already allow that. Wichita doctor Patrick Allen says up to 30 percent of patients he treats are reinfected because their partners don't get treated. 
He says his patients are often women who say their male partners refuse to go to the doctor. Young, healthy men often don't have their own primary care provider. Often they don't have insurance. The man is likely to be asymptomatic, and so they may not understand their need for treatment. The bill's lone opponent said it would promote promiscuity. The Kansas Board of Healing Arts submitted neutral testimony suggesting the bill be revised to verify partners receive medication counseling. For KMEW News, I'm Rose Conlin. Former Kansas City, Kansas police detective Roger Golubsky will be back in federal court in Topeka today. He's accused of violating the civil rights of several black women by sexually assaulting them for years. He wants the judge to bar the testimony of seven women from the upcoming trial. He says they're just trying to get money from a civil suit. Northwestern University law professor Deborah Turkheimer says attacking victims can be persuasive. One of those archetypes that comes up a lot in court and outside of it is that of the quote-unquote gold digger, right? And so this is the, the woman who lies to get money. Prosecutors are trying to prove that Golubsky had a pattern of serial sexual assault and of using his badge to coerce women. Flags in Kansas will be flown at half-staff on Friday in honor of a Marine killed during a training exercise. Governor Laura Kelly ordered flags to be lowered in honor of Lance Corporal Donovan Davis of Olathe. He was among five Marines killed when their helicopter crashed last week in Southern California. Davis was 21 years old. He was promoted to Lance Corporal last month. Authorities say the helicopter carrying the Marines was returning from an Air Force base in Nevada when it crashed during stormy weather. The Kansas City Royals formally unveiled a plan Tuesday for a new $2 billion baseball stadium project. The stadium will be built downtown in the city's Crossroads District. It will take the space occupied by the former Kansas City Star printing facility, which is close to the T-Mobile Center. The project includes a stadium, team offices, a hotel, a residential component, plus an entertainment venue. The Royals say they will invest $1 billion with taxpayer money paying the rest. The team hopes to open the stadium for the 2028 baseball season. We'll be back after this. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now, we're taking center stage. Introducing NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, a collection of Black-led stories from NPR's podcasts. Search NPR Black Stories, Black Truths wherever you get your podcasts. This is Wichita's Early Edition. I'm Beth Golay. Love is in the air this Valentine's Day. Couples will be out and about at local restaurants, celebrating their lives together. And for some, an engagement ring might be on the horizon. But there are some things to consider before you take that next step. Here's Kylie Cameron again with more. According to historians, the tradition of the engagement ring can be traced back to ancient Rome. The custom was around for generations. But after World War II, the tradition fell out of favor for many Americans. That is, until the A Diamond is Forever campaign in 1947, which marketing experts say transformed the wedding ring industry. The couples come in together and let her narrow it down, and then he might come back and get it later to surprise her. But first we just walk them through the step of educating them, and that's a big part, because they're expensive no matter what you say. Carolyn Sayre owns Sayre's Fine Jewelry in College Hill, which opened almost 20 years ago. 
She and her husband help couples pick out their rings, design them, and make repairs. In her 42 years in the jewelry industry, she says she's seen a lot of different trends. The traditional round diamond isn't as popular right now with the young. So the ovals are very popular. And solitaires, more solitaires instead of a few years ago, it was the halo style with the diamonds around the center stone. That's just one of the things a couple has to consider in their search for the perfect ring. Jen Cole and Timothy Larson got engaged on New Year's Day last year. But before then, Larson says he spent weeks researching engagement ring styles. I didn't want it to be gaudy and just this mm-hmm. big hunk of glass on her on her ring finger. I wanted it to be a little bit more petite, a little, little smaller. And so I went with the, the real diamond. Yeah. yeah. Do you think he did a good job? He did a perfect job. <laughs> he did a perfect job. I just, I love it. This is the second marriage for both Cole and Larson. They both had similar experiences from their weddings, which they say were small and rushed. It's like, is is a mulligan, you know, it's a do-over. We're going to be married for the rest of our lives, and it's like, why not do it up, do it big, how it's supposed to be done. As a romantic, Cole agrees. I remember, like, planning it when I was in college, like, oh, these would be the colors I would pick, this would be the kind of dress I would want, I would want this and that and this, I want to get married at this spot. Sayer, the jeweler, says it's the experiences and romance that partners enjoy together that draws them into the tradition of buying an engagement ring. They just get romantic about wanting to buy something nice for their partner and to show love. That's what it's about, to show love and the promise that, yes, I will marry you. I want you forever. For couples thinking about getting engaged, Cole says they should enjoy their time together and give themselves a little extra time for wedding planning. Engagement is a very unique time in your life. My advice would be if you're engaged, please like enjoy the engagement part because it has been a lot of fun. It's, it's really fun to be a fiance, a fiance. Uh, <laughs> Thanks for joining us for Wichita's Early Edition. We'll be back again tomorrow. For KMUW News, I'm Beth Golay. Wichita's Early Edition is part of the NPR Podcast Network.